right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us. What a weekend. Dumfries and the Houdini Act. Absolutely wonderful. We'll get a little bit more from Chris. Moses says his journey is just beginning at Fergus Lee as they turn over the deal. Uh, gets really does get Fergus Lee back on track. Magnificent Mo Imperius plunders 150 off 35 to see Adi home. Prestwick, Ayrshire champions, and West, will they avoid the potholes and steer a path to victory against Kelburn? What a very, very exciting week of cricket. And uh, we will we will start with you, Fraser. But I just wanted to tell you, the guys, that uh, I turned out for the seconds and was told on Friday that I would be captaining the side. Uh, now, obviously, I've not captained a side for 30 years, and things are very different, clearly. Um, so No 25 overs a bowler, Johnny? Are we back? No, nothing like that. It gets worse. It gets worse, right? So, first of all, um, we've, we failed to have the paperwork. Uh, I think we've only got one piece of paper when we should have like a whole ream of, of trees that have been cut down <sighs> to pass to various people. So that was the first thing that I fouled up on. And then we had, well, listen, I was pleased that we had two umpires, which was, you know, for second 11 cricket, it doesn't always happen. Um, and it's probably just as well we had it at Kelburn. But anyway, that's a different story. Uh, so... We had Colin McArdle, okay? And so he starts, he says, no spitting, right? No swearing. I was like back at school. It was just, right? And then we had, what else did he say? Oh, bat with. He said, I might just test somebody's bat. I said, what are you talking about? He says, yes, I've got this device. Um, so if any of you guys have got concerns with your width of your bats, then come and see me and, and I will run the, the rule through. And I'm thinking, what the hell's going on now? Um, and, th and then he said to cap it off, he said, uh, and, and we'll take, we'll hold your cap and sweater. I said, what else are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> just absolute, just, just the mind boggles. And then I looked down and he couldn't even tie his shoelaces. <laughs> but his shoes were untied. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> and then to cap it all off, He's he's on he's got some sort of microphone that that he's is that the norm is it are they all are they all mic'd up yep. yep so back in the day if you couldn't count to six you used to shout and say listen is this four balls or five balls no 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 listen you, you don't know the half it obviously Hoffy's big and he's umpire now so right it's all about all about the field craft apparently. All about the field craft. Yes. So let me tell you about the field craft. I think he probably gets a, a, a C minus on this. So the guy at the other end shouts over to McArdle and he says, How many balls to go? I think it's two, right? So <clears throat> Colin gets his mic and he starts trying to get through <laughs> control, control, control. By which time the Kelvin guy's fed up with the weight, so he just decides to bowl. So just as about he's about to let <laughs> let go the ball, you hear McCarver going, two balls to go, two balls to go. It was just, it was ludicrous. It was absolutely ludicrous. So after all of that, I'm thinking, right, and I start to walk away. And, uh, and their skipper said, are you not going to toss? <laughs> I'd completely forgotten that that was the whole reason why we were there. So actually, it's got a wee bit better. I agree with all the bits of paper and everything. Total pain in the arse. But you can do it electronically, right? So you can MJ texts and emails the, the team sheets over to the opposition and the umpires uh -huh. in advance. I've got it on my phone if anybody wants to see it. Happy days. 
I was expecting Sky Sports to be there and I'd get an interview <laughs> on Frogbox or something. I mean, it was just... I think that only happens at you. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Listen, um, so there we go. There we go. Um, Prestwick, tell us about that. Good result for you guys. You're, you're, you're clearly absolutely motoring. I think some of us in the chat were thinking that that might have been a tricky encounter for you, but it certainly sounds as if 172, you restricted them really well to 172, 174, um, and then got it four down. But I guess, was there a bit in the wicket that they took, you, you guys took maybe a little bit longer to get it than you might have hoped? Um, no, bit in the wicket, maybe the, for the first half hour, 45 minutes. Um, but Ian knew that as well. Um, but no, um, they bowled good areas. Uh, they didn't. They didn't chuck much rubbish down. You've got to remember, they've still got Hamza in that attack. Scott yeah, twenty-one and uh, and Neil Flack. So it's still it's not a shabby attack. So and they bowled, bowled good areas. Um, we possibly could have upped the rate a wee bit uh, earlier on. Um, but no, the batters they bowled good areas, and the batters uh, weren't really uh, for giving up the wicket, which was good, taking responsibility. And. You set the. You must have set the game up really nicely then to restrict them to one seven four. Were you happy at, at restricting them to that total? Did you think that that was above below par? Uh, oh, way way below par. I. I mean, any time at Camberston, um, if you're kind of below two hundred, I mean, it's it's as a ground that even uh, if you are chasing two twenty two thirty, you really feel well in it at half time mm-hmm. um, so 174 yeah I mean there was there was a beer festival and so a couple of hundred people down watching there's a lot of uh, folk were saying oh they, you let them off the hook because they were about 50 for 5 but uh, you only need to occupy the crease and, and runs do float canvas so uh-huh. um, 174 is the, the new 130 that's you know you, you've got to believe you're chasing that nine times out of ten um, so yeah delighted at half time and then, and, and a pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward chase from you. Sorry, there. I just had an uncommon call. Sorry, Johnny. Yeah, no problem. A pretty straightforward chase from you. Um. Yeah. I mean, again, I told the boys they're obviously they're, they're going to throw everything at us for the first hour here um, with the best balls. So we were quite well prepared. Um. Myself and Andy maybe put on 40. Andy with the bulk of those six first ball the innings. Um, and, yeah, so, uh, again, Hamza bowled uh, very good areas. But, um, yeah, kind of did enough to see him off. And there'll be another team that will be coming after you, Fergus Lee, next week. Uh, interesting about your man Moses. Um, clearly, he's a gun. He's back in the reckoning. Uh, super signing that I think they've been waiting to get him over for a good number of weeks so it uh, in, intriguing game for you next week you guys must be really looking forward to it yeah I mean I suppose everybody will be coming for us uh, now but um, uh, yeah looking forward to it um, Fergus is always a tough game um, and Moses pretty sure he's been over before so yes knows conditions which which helps uh, overseas players uh, if they know the conditions yeah and hit the ground running. I think uh, he got to 93. We'll, we'll come to that, Riyadh's now in, in the chat. Um, so anything else to, to write home about, Fraze? Uh, 
Not really. No, no. Good, good beer fest for our game. Nice weather. And good, good to pick, even even just a hundred makes it a little bit of because they'll all be in that sort of enclave around the the pavilion. So it'd be a bit of an atmosphere if you are uh, fielding down there, I guess, late in the afternoon. Any, uh, any uh, comments? Any? Uh... Uh, I mean, probably a huge chunk were just uh, getting getting gassed and not really watching the cricket. But uh, no, a good a good couple of hundred folk down there. But it was actually so windy that you couldn't really hear much from the field anyway. Right. Um, a really windy day down there. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, listen, let's let's go to what appeared to be one of the most exciting games thus far. Dumfries against Sterling. Dumfries, uh, I'm guessing, won the toss, put on 2-5-4. You yourselves had a bit of a collapse. 2-2-3 two, two, for four. Um, maybe you thought 2-5-4 was a bit on the, the light side from where you were. We actually lost the toss and got put in. Okay. Uh, I was like, it was probably 30 to 50 light, to be honest. We were wow. probably 280 to 300. And well, if you look at their course, the innings as well, they were, mm-hmm. it, it was a procession uh, for about 35 hours. We were just trying to see what could happen. And then, fortunately, chipped away, got rid of the big top four. And it was, we did think it was down to the daft, but we did think we got rid of the top four. And you were really had a good chance. Uh, we didn't think there was going to be twenty-seven for seven, obviously. But um, yeah, that's bonkers. Really- I mean, ch- chasing down two fifty odd, near two two six for three, with probably bags of at that stage bags of overs in hand, um, and you're just hoping that you can get two new batters at the crease. And if you can get two new batters at the crease, well, you just you just don't know. Yeah, Jess, you're getting Brandon LB, and I think it's a hero. Um, after hitting three sixes straight down the ground, tried to do it again. Ouch. It just gave us a chance, uh, which was still a very, very slim chance. You had the, the wasp on, you probably still say 90% to Sterling. Mm-hmm. But it was... Uh, and do, and do, you I, think, do, you, do you think that's a dereliction of duty then from their, their batters? I mean, surely to goodness somebody has to say, well, listen, just screw the nut here and stop trying to whack the ball out the park. Yeah, I'd say so when they've got such a good top four. And I think if, if you get through them, uh, you think when your guys are in, especially past 50, you'd just tick away with so much time and maybe let the other guys have a bat round about you and just because you know there's enough overs in time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would have said that it was more, we're, aye, we're fortunate, but so, we took much- so, so, when did you think you had a really, you know, a really decent chance? When they were nine down or eight down or? When we got them five down, to be honest, uh, yeah, because we still had, we had obviously two overs of Jesse left, Al and Tommy, who they generally just would just attacking the stumps, and it sounded daft. We were actually still protecting the boundary, um, quite happy giving a single because we just yep. were literally bowling full and straight and saying, if they miss, we hit, and that was literally that's all we did for the, the last few overs, really. And for the last over, then I've watched it on Frogbox. The last over, you, they, they need what four four to win or something like that. And the guy, the guy who gets run out, he clunks two, plays a pretty similar shot to what he played the wall he got he run out. Um, yeah. And and where did it go to? Did, it looked as if it went to sort of cover cover point. Um, yeah, it's pr- probably pretty just cover, I would say. So we actually we dropped him on deep to deep kind of extra. Yeah, and he chipped. Two, otherwise we might have got a four 
and then we just he played exactly the same shot and yeah, Tommy McGrath got a direct hit run out. And what I would say as well, in terms of a ball uh, for umpire, and his position was absolutely spot on. He actually WhatsApped me a photo of the, his position and then the run out. Yes, well, uh, I funny, was going to. I, funny he's I, mentioned that a few times, Tiger. Uh, <laughs> is, is it not, though, the case, though, that if the ball gets hit to the offside, technically he should go to the offside? No, 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 no. no. If that, if they change that. He was asked that, so the boys were obviously like, oh, side off And he's like, no, 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 no. You go to the quickest side to get in the best position possible. Yes, oh, right. And I suppose he can see the ball coming, whereas if he's on the other side, it's coming over his shoulder. So probably never, probably never saw it. Just <laughs> another funny moment as well in the game. The guys, oh, it's not funny. It's funny for us, I suppose. But uh, they actually run a one short as well. Oh no! It, late uh, on. Yeah, I think maybe 10 runs required to win. Oh, no. We were actually joking. Uh, it, was quite, it was a really relaxed game, but we were joking. We've tied with Sterling three times, twice right. in one And we thought, this can't be a game. But fortunately, wasn't it? Because the nice guy who run the short. And so the guy at cover, is he, how many times? He's a good fielder. Obviously, he plays at cover. He must be half decent. And he's got a decent throw. Yeah, he's a young lad. Tommy's... 22-year-old, fat. Yeah, he's just a good fielder, yeah. And hit, it looked as if it hit middle peg. I did hit bang on middle, and uh, if you watch the video back, you've never seen Beveridge move as quick in his life uh, <laughs> down the bottom. Well, it's it's a shame that the the the, uh, the batsman who got run out didn't make more of a, a, a shifty on. It just it seemed as if, I just don't understand. Surely you hit the ball there and you don't look at the fielder. You just go hell for leather. But it's almost as if he looked at the fielder, saw the fielder, got the ball and thought, oh shit, well, I better start running here. And then he makes a sort of, not a great effort to try and get his ground. But the reaction to the of the guy who wasn't run out is fantastic. You need to go watch that again. He's absolutely livid. The guy at the other end is absolutely livid. No, it was... It was just a really, honestly, the whole game was a really good game. Uh-huh. Um, I, I noticed talk- it was Amar Shazad batting 11. What, what happened there? Oh, I don't know, mate. That's a strange sure. one. Can he, I've never really looked at his scorecard before, so I can't really say. Where would he normally bat, bat Briebs? Usually about five, eh? Four or five. Wow. He must have done. Yeah. Um, but I it was. Um, the top four just looked like they were taking the game away because there was nothing uh-huh. at all in it. Brocky wasn't playing either. So it was really quite tough for us. Um, but uh, good team spirit go over the line. Aye, good game. Yeah, I tell you what, have you, have you lost at home yet? Can I win away for him and don't lose at home? Wow. <laughs> Could do without changing this weekend, like. Who are you playing this week? Who are you playing? Uh, wait to Kelburn. Yes. Let's have a quick chat about Kelburn. Obviously, Kelburn haven't been on once and Langside have been on, haven't been on yet. Um, there's now becoming a bit of a, a gap now developing. There's, there's, two, there's two games out now. Um, obviously, when they play against one another, they will then, <clears throat> one of them will go on to two wins. But it's, it's not, it's looking a bit bleak, I have to say. I mean, what are our thoughts? Too early to say that? 
they were unfortunate the first game of the season was against each other as well, which was a washed out game. So that's obviously put them off to a bad start. Yeah. The end of the day. But I'll still play yeah. the time. They can beat anybody. Yeah. I kind of thought at the start of the season that um, Garnet Tar would fire maybe, even if he had a bad season, he would still fire maybe two or three games. Mm-hmm. That would win them the game. But um, I looked at scores on Saturday night a few beers, but. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm pretty sure he got a hundred. Yeah, hundred and fourteen. So, you know that is just you just need a couple of twenties and thirties uh, to chip in there. Um, can't remember what they were chasing, but, uh, awesome, that, but uh, twenty or something. He, he's really yeah. highly rated. That guy. I think he he's plays franchise cricket and stuff. You know. I, I think they've really, there. really, they've really missed out there because um, that's that's one of the games that he's fired. So mm-hmm. that's not a good one. I mean, we'll, we'll come to that, but it certainly looked as if nobody was prepared to hang about with him. I think that they were all single figures apart from 11. Uh, some guy down the bottom order get the 11, but we'll, we'll, we'll come to, to Dutz after we've spoken to Riyadh. Um, I'm just wondering, Riyadh, wonder if he's not there at the moment. Just Oh, no, here he is. He's popping on. Okay, Riyadh, uh, how are you getting on? A great win for you fellas. Uh, and, and pleased with uh, Moses and hitting the ground as quickly as he has. Yeah, um, I mean, he was, he was quite uh, sort of tired. I don't think he slipped much on his flight over. So he landed on Friday at 12. He was quite tired Friday night. Didn't really train much. Wow. Had a bit of a hit on Saturday morning and then uh, a nice little 93 um, and looked looked great in control looked calm um, took it deep and then you know try to put his foot on the accelerator towards the end there um, and to move about it beautifully with him mm. as well which was really really good so Moses went at 85 so he's gone at a fair clip and it was interesting to hear um, was maybe batting second fiddle, which maybe he's not used to doing that. Has somebody had a word with him and just said, listen, knuckle down, fella, and uh, just just bat, bat and bat? Who, tomorrow? Yeah. No, not really. I mean, he just, he plays it as it comes, I think. Uh, I yeah. think he does, when we're in a situation where he needs to knuckle down, he does try. Um, and when he gets it right, you know what you can get from him at the end. Yes. Uh, good enough play to lead the game, Yeah. I mean, if he feels good, he's, he's got to play when he's feeling good and yep. play how he wants to. Um, and when he does that, he's, he's very, very destructive. And then four you picked up, four you had them 60 for six. Did you think 60 for six and the, the game in the bag, you're, you'd got all their, their heavy uh, hitters out? We, now we made that mistake last game last year. All right. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I just think like with with Clydesdale, they're just they they bat all the way down. They've got heaps of bowlers. They got good fielders. They're just they're a very good all round team, and we sort of knew there was going to be a partnership coming at some point. And it did. So they, they weren't yeah. just going to roll over and die. Uh-huh. Um, and we expected that. Um, I mean, the two boys they they batted really really well I thought we bowled well to them uh, they ran really well um, and yeah it was, it was a very good partnership by them there's not much you can do mm-hmm. um, and we were sort of just waiting for the right opportunity to bring 
um, Haroon back on, um, and luckily um, Elliot got one of the two um, set batsmen out, which was good. And then, yeah, and then we could sort of capitalise from there. And Haroon bowled well. He, he took three for twenty-six, and and you ended up four for four for eighteen. You must feel yeah. that that game was one that you really had to win, and I guess it sets you up really well for the game next week against Presswick. Yeah, I mean, every game we have to win from here on in if we want to have a snuff at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, we know that. Um, so, yeah, we've just got to go out and, and try and give it our best shot and, and see what happens come the end of the season. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was nice. It was nice to, to play against. Uh, I think Richie was struggling uh, fitness-wise because he didn't bowl. Um, and yeah. they were missing Craig Young as well, as well as Bash and Daniel Kent. So, I mean, they weren't full strength mm-hmm. um, by any means. Um, but yeah, we, we, still, we still played really, really well with both bat and bowl and in the field. So, it was good. Why was Craig out? Do you know? Uh, COVID, I think. Oh, was he? Right. Nightmare, nightmare. Great. Uh, so listen, Briebs, let's let's talk about your game. Um, the more more waste show. The waste show, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, two. Well, what did you think? It was. Tell me again. Was it was it over there? Was it? No, it was Adi. Adi, right? Okay, so decent enough track. Was was it two three two 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 nine rather or two two nine? Um, it, very flat outfield, very fast. Um, they come out, it's pretty hard. Um, I think they were a hundred, yeah. I see that something for none after 16 17 overs come out, it's really hard. Yeah, came with a plan. Um, Anwar batted nicely, really nicely. He plays spin beautifully, plays Ross well in particular. So he, he was kind of getting getting tucked into Ross just a little bit in his first couple of overs. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy at the other end, you're looking at him. Starting out, and you're thinking that you know this guy's this guy's going to hit one in the air, but actually it kind of got better, and, and he looked as if he had a real plan. Um, it's apparently a guy who's over from Pakistan studying, um, but looks a real tidy cricket. He keeps working for them. Um, so we got him run out eventually, yeah. and then um, Ross figured out Anwar. You know, so Anwar was was coming down an awful lot. He's dropped one a little bit shorter, and I was ran past and stumped him. So I think at that point, it's a massive change and, and we've taken control of the game. Really, uh, the bowlers kind of got back on top. Um, no armour, so you're, you're missing a bit of the kind of dynamic, I guess. Abdul bowled beautifully. Um, Zishan, our lefty, bowled really well. Ross bowled really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and collectively, we sort of got on top and they were all out in the 49th over. Um, at half-time, I think you're just looking at it don't don't think about this as two two nine if that makes sense because it's a pink ball it's flat as let's just go about our business and see what it takes isn't and a waste was unbelievable uh-huh. he, just, he plays a different game sometimes to everyone else that's that's how he is and it it wasn't as if he was he was hitting because when he's playing well he doesn't look as if he's he's hitting you know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. everything was just really easy. Timing everything beautifully. Um, young Ben get out early doors for six. A man came in, played the supporting role beautifully, gave away the strike, absorbed pressure when it was there. 
Yeah, couldn't ask for any more than that. Um, and eventually, by the end, he was he was ticking. You know, it was it was quite something to watch. To be honest with you. It's so important just to bat time. It was something that when I came back from Kelburn, I had a chat with, <clears throat> with Dougie Wiley and, and he just rude the fact that nobody was prepared in their team to, to bat time because if they managed to bat time, then you know they, they would have got closer to what they got at, at West. So if you roll the years back, Johnny, batting my pro, you know, we would have always, you know, if you're batting the top of the bat my pro, and it's an easy game because you're rotating, you're getting them mm. on strike, you, you're taking the pressure off them a little bit when you need to. And that's exactly what a man did. It was a real, really good, really mature innings for a, a kid who's only 21, you know, so 22 or something. So very, very good. Um, played his shots when he got the opportunity to, but a waste was, oh, it was different, different class. Yeah. So what are we thinking Scotland-wise? I mean, how close is he? I mean, he, he plays Warriors. Well, I, I don't know how he does in Warriors. I'm, I'm assuming he, he does it, pretty well there. He had an excellent season last year. Um, he had a, a sort of token trial match, I guess, at the end of last season, where they were they were doing a sort of intra-squad thing for um, prior to the World Cup squad for the T20s being announced, yep. um, which was great, you know, but... I think there's an A-team squad this week that neither he nor Mikey English are involved in. And you're a little bit like, geez, oh, guys. So do you just have to go to a public school in Edinburgh to get a gig? No offence, Callum. Is that the only way forward, you know? Yeah. But it's just... You, you wonder you know, why the, the pair of them with. aren't getting a, getting Aye, a gig. It's, you know, you're the, surely the... You know, surely the logic is, look, Kyle stepped down as captain, therefore he's probably presenting an opportunity in the next year, 18 months, for someone to come in and take his place. Are they going to look at other people in the meantime? You know, there's two guys that, do they deserve a shot? Do they deserve for sure any sort of opportunity? Madness. And age-wise, age, age wise, how old's Mo? Mo's 30. He's just 30. Okay. And then so, Mikey's what? Look, look, Mid twenties, is he? Twenty five, twenty six, Mikey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's a strange one why they haven't been given some sort of gig because it, he's the ideal up the top of the order. He's got you know he's combative. Um, he can take bowlers on. I mean, right, yeah. look, we're we're biased, and everybody's got the the, the favourites at their own club. Of course, we're biased, mm-hmm. but he's very different to everyone else around the traps. Um, and Mikey as well. How you know how consistent Mikey been over a long period of time, and yeah, it just looks a natural sort of to fit into that. Uh-huh. Um, I, on on Michael, I can't remember a player that's been discussed so much and so prolific, and he has discussed a lot. Every team will, will know that he's a big wicket, and and I don't know if he's got an A cap or he might have a couple. Um, but I think he must have. Seems seems to be almost a million miles away from the Scotland team yet. Every team in the in the West uh, appreciates uh, what, but, what a good player he is. It just there's something no right there. Aye, Fraser, it's but, not right. It's not right. So we're going to pick another young guy. And I mean, fair play. I don't know any of these kids, and I'm sure they're all you know very good and they've got plenty to offer. But no better than Mike. My my opinion is, I just don't think they've got a criteria for how they pick teams. I my Michael's played a fair few. Uh, Scotland A games, right? And he's done probably reasonably okay, maybe not as good as what he might have wanted to, right? 
but the guy scores runs at club level and at regional level every single season. Yep. So therefore, you pick him in an A side every single season until he becomes consistent there. You give him a go. He, he proves that year in, year out, that he, he dominates club cricket, right? Um, I mean, I looked at that uh, Finley McCreese uh, guy. He's uh, stats. He plays down south at the same club as Kyle Kutzer. Yeah. He scored 29 runs this season. <laughs> 29. Aye. Mm-hmm. But and then he, again, like, Riyadh, you know, you're saying that they don't a have a, you're saying that they don't have a criteria to pack teams. Well, they obviously do, and nor, neither Mikey nor a waste fit the bill for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean the, the criteria. I, I doubt that it's uh, anything cricket related. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like I just, I just don't get like there's names on that card that that and that team that I've never seen or heard of score runs or take wickets before at in East Prem they haven't played for the Knights or the Warriors or the Highlanders but yet they get a game Alright so so what's Cricket Scotland learned? Exactly Not a thing I just I, I don't I don't understand none, none of it makes any sense No Um, It just that I think blows, blows my mind. You know, and the, and the Scotland team at the moment is a very strong first 12 or 13. But look, obviously Kyle's older. Callum's getting older. It's going to have to be refreshed at some point. You can't keep relying on Safi and, and Ali Evans and, and, and all these guys that have been about for a good number of years forever. So younger guys have got to come in. Hums has come in and well, pull it up. Ali Evans and Craig Wallace are picking that Scotland inside. Well... Aye, no wishing to be personal because they're nice guys and stuff, but surely they've had their shot. Surely the ship's <laughs> like they're, they're literally just taking a space. They, they, they might be there to, you know, lend a helping hand on the field. Right, but I get that. You can do that with Michael, who's played a fair few Scotland A games, who's played Aye. lots of regional cricket. He knows how to play the game. He'll be able to give the people the same advice as what Ali would. Yeah. And very, very good when you see him at club level. Like, really good, really good organiser, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's just really disappointing, you know. Can't believe that they won't look at them. Tamur as well. Tamur got an A-cap last year, didn't he? And now... He's picked, he's picked the play. Yeah. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, good. But Gaffer's not. Um, which, again, you're sort of going... Aye. Hmm. But like you said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably also... You know, favorite bias to the Fiji players, but I agree with you. All, all round, you look there; they are good players. I think Brandon's in that side as well, which is well yeah. deserved. Um, but there, there's plenty more that that could be that could be picked and that could be given a shot. And yeah, I just I just don't think that there's uh, any sort of cricketing specifics as to why people get picked and why they don't get picked. Um, and I said to you last time the last time or not no <clears throat> he's disappeared he'll probably come back um, listen um, just before he does come back let's let's go to you dudes um, West 
keeping on rolling. Um, oh. I don't mind not being invited to training, but it's just there's, there's no conversation had with people. Like, what do you need to do next to get picked? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, we'll, we'll wrap that discussion up. I'm sure we will come back to that. There's no doubt about that. Uh, let's have a chat with Dutz and uh, West against Kelburn. It looked at the end of the day relatively comfortable, but at a position of 99 for six with McNulty striding to the, the crease and probably it'd be fair to say not much after that. Um, Hearts maybe might have been slightly in, in the mouth, Dutz? Yeah. Um, pretty much, it wasn't wasn't our best start. Uh, I'll say that. But Tom Tom Colgan was obviously still in at that point on on fifty odd. Uh, so we just need someone to stick with him. It's as well as everyone was kind of saying after the game. We just need someone to stick stick in in back time. And and Davo did that. He was, I think he was five off about fifty balls at one point. Can we not try and sign more people named Colgan? How do you mean? <laughs> because clearly Colgan seems to be the only people who are scoring runs. And on the basis, if you just went through the phone book and just asked the Colgans up, you, people would just think the Colgans, well, they'll score runs. Uh, they're not bad players. We'll say that. They're they're not too bad to pick up. Um, yeah, they've both, both done pretty well for us so far. Uh, yeah. Tommy Bat, exceptionally, really. Um, chanceless until that ends. Just, just knocked it about, genuinely. To about yes. 40, 49 overs, so... Um, yeah, didn't he knew we were there wasn't much coming after us. Uh, so well, after him and Davo, so literally just knocked it about and, and played on from there. It was really and, good. And and we were talking about knocking the ball about, and and yeah, that was alluded to by Dougie. And he said not only did, did had they failed to knock the ball about, he said, Well, that's what Davo did. He just came in, um, knocked the ball, uh, got to the other end, allowed Tom just to whack it, and then once he got into the last three or four overs, Devo then did what Devo does um, and just started smacking it straight um, and over mid-wicket. Um, and it, it just, it again, I don't know, Devo's now 41, 42. Does it honestly take somebody who's 40-odd just to have the nous to be able to do that? Oh, well, it shouldn't, to be fair. Um, but we were missing, what, four or five guys from that, that first 11 team generally on, on Saturday. There was, yeah. there was a kind of a, a new look team and a lot of guys who came off and went, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done that, I shouldn't have done that. And then, yeah, it's kind of, you gotta you got to learn as you go. Hopefully, there's a few guys coming back in next week. So, uh-huh. we hope, you know, and we've scored bigger runs than that before without Dable needing it. So, um, yeah, though this is the second time he's done that. For us, to be honest, he stuck around with Fenner in that second game of the year and got us up to 180, 190, and that won us the game there as well. I mean, so he's doing it consistently. He's, he's one of the few batters in that lineup, although wherever he bats, that, that you would be more than happy, I think, to 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 you know ask him to bat for your life. I'm, I'm not too sure how many of the others I'd, I'd be looking to do that for at the moment. I mean, but anyway, I'm, I'm just, I'm going on again and I don't want to go on again about the passing. Um, so listen, and you had then 99 for six. Um, Etheridge, Graham Etheridge again, come back, first two games back and he's bowled you guys into winning positions. Yeah, he just puts it on the spot. He just mm. doesn't change anything. He swings it when no one else can as well because he's got yeah. that weird action. So it's, it was difficult for them just with the ball constantly swinging in and setting a really boring field and going from there. So he does he does exactly what he what he plans to do. Um and so far there's been no one who's really tried to take him apart or go on. Um, no. And I think it'd be difficult to do because 
good slower balls and that kind of stuff as well. It's not an mm-hmm. easy one. And and uh, let's not uh, take away from your six for so is that a, a first six for for you? Uh, no, um, got a couple before, but uh, oh. first first in the West, yeah. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. And p- coming out nicely. Ah, it was all right. I just cleaned up. The <laughs> <laughs> just clean it. once once their pro was gone. It was you could see it all just came out, and so uh-huh. and yeah. Once once. It, Garnet Tar batted incredibly. To be fair, he just he just hit every bad ball for six, mm-hmm. and then took once. Um, it was not a case of like taking. Uh, it, it was not a case of knocking it around for it. He just went, "I've got to dominate here," and that's what yeah. he did. Every bad ball went for six, like four or five out of the park, mm-hmm. genuinely. Mm-hmm. So um, good, yeah. good, good, good. Um, I'm going to wrap it up because we've got less than a, a minute because I still refuse to get the premium version of this. Um, so I'm going to love you and leave you, fellas. Uh, good to see you all again. Let's hope you. Let's hope we see you again next week. Um, and uh, yeah, take care. Thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, fellas. Cheers. These men plotted. These men dared. These men lived the great escape. The great drama, the great entertainment, the great adventure begins with the great escape.